Hello and welcome to Sparkle Tech, musings and mutterings from my favorite city, San Francisco. As I wandered through the Portsmouth Square area and down towards Market Street this weekend in the early morning hours, I noticed a sight familiar to all longtime residents of San Francisco, that of what appears to be steam rising from the city's manhole covers. These mysterious vapors are actually connected to one of the great secrets of this city. There's been much talk in recent Sparkle Tech episodes about the hidden San Francisco. This is, after all, a city with many layers, both metaphorically speaking and in a very literal sense. Walking across Cesar Chavez the other morning and then along Dolores Street, I couldn't help but be reminded of the many streams that used to cross the city and whose beds are now buried underneath our feet. There are thousands of unmarked graves, buried ships, a shoreline that's no longer a shoreline, and old lost buildings. The city is like an ancient tell, an archaeological wonder with strata that run deep in both time and space. The history of one of these hidden lairs is, however, little known and rarely spoken of. I refer, of course, to the trolls. Though some say that the trolls are a primitive people original to this area and were in the hills even before the Native American Olone, other, more reputable sources hold that the first trolls, or underground peoples as ethnocultural historians name them, were actually disappointed miners, distraught by the dissipation of their golden gold rush dreams. Unable to return to their long-abandoned wives and families in the east, they utilized their skill at mining to create networks of caverns well hidden within the many hills of the young city. Back then, of course, the vast majority of the San Francisco Peninsula was occupied by nothing but sand dunes and cows, and these refugees were free to tunnel in peace and were occasionally even seen out near Ocean Beach, grabbing a little sun before retreating into their caverns. The June edition of the 1903 Morning Call contains a typical report, a brief squib about a group of sporting young rakes on a swimming expedition on the western side of the city, stumbling upon a small, filthy creature, neither man or beast, who escaped their astonished pursuit up into the Presidio grounds. As the city began to grow westward, though, these reclusive vagabonds found their freedom even more curtailed, and began to focus their energies on burrowing deep within San Francisco, hollowing out hills to create an entire parallel city beneath our own. As they became almost entirely self-sufficient underground, reports of sightings diminished, and over the subsequent century the trolls were all but forgotten. The occasional old-timers, who regale their grandchildren with the tales they heard as tots around the pot-bellied stove, are today typically dismissed as prevaricating old crackpots. Still, there's something thrilling about those wild claims that the trolls were actually responsible for unleashing the 1906 earthquake with all that concern digging. Suspecting that there might really be some meat to the theory that trolls still prowl below our city streets, I went back to the books. But the original sources are foggy at best, and modern scholars and historiographers tend to get lost in lengthy discussions of what or who is a troll and trying to define troll identity, yet fascinating though their speculative arguments are, the controversy gets a bit dull. 
Looking for a more down-to-earth, contemporary take on the matter, I contacted several local historians before stumbling upon one who was both knowledgeable about the subject and willing to discuss it with me. Dr. Brian Holm was happy to answer many of my questions about these shadow people, for which I'm grateful. The modern troll population is estimated to be almost 8,000 individuals and can apparently on occasion actually be witnessed above ground. Though physically quite small, keep in mind that 19th century folk were quite a bit shorter than we are today and the modern trolls have gone several generations without sunlight or adequate nutrition, at some point in the very recent past they discovered that it was possible to pass above ground as a relatively large percentage of our local population is also composed of people who are naturally squat, pale, and hairy. The extent of their interaction with the surface dwellers is largely unknown, and truth be told, it seems that they scarcely need it. Another local expert in this little-known field, engineer Antonio Tonierini, makes the controversial claim that by this point the trolls must have hollowed out almost 60% of the total volume of the hills of San Francisco. He has validated the charges of troll involvement with the 06 quake and has gone so far as to link them with the 1989 Templar as well, but seems to be convinced that the hills have essentially stabilized themselves at this point. He holds that the earthquakes are, oddly enough, not entirely digging related. Although the damage is certainly exacerbated by the hollowed out state of the city, the tremors are apparently, and indeed ironically, connected with the one thing the trolls have in common with many ground dwellers, as they supposedly call us. They're linked to our world, and really the most fascinating part of the parallel culture which they've developed involves an obsession with our trance music scene. They've truly made it their own, and according to the locals with too much time on their hands who track them down, can not only be occasionally recognized by an insistent and almost subsonic thumping accompanying their presence, but by the chunky 70s style headphones clamped down over wart-covered ears. It's purely speculation, but I would not be at all surprised to learn that they've been the cause of more than one late-night complaint to our beleaguered San Francisco Police Department. They've had their share of notice from Hollywood, too, and a recent film called, naturally enough, Troll, actually featured a local creature in the starring role and co-starred Sonny Bono, Julia Louise Dreyfus, and Shelley Hack. You can't beat that cast with a stick. The troll in the picture is an evil magic creature who does not listen to trance music, leading some to speculate that he's therefore not a troll at all, but does dress up in drag as a ploy to infiltrate a San Francisco apartment building and take it over. Though the story was a typically bigoted and inaccurate look at troll life, the local population is said not to be terribly displeased. Trolls are still strangely invisible to the San Francisco community at large, though, and I wonder, why is it that San Franciscans, normally so open-hearted and concerned for the rights of the societally trampled, show no interest in even interacting with their underground neighbors? It's hard to say. Self-styled troll experts blame the trolls' understandably foul tempers and penchant for curdled milk, but that strikes me as being not only difficult to ascertain as fact, but also completely nonsensical. They've been spotted, sans curdled milk, during earthquakes, appearing by accident, of course, as their hills shift in the quake, and the odd sighting gets filtered back from Burning Man. 
A friend in nightclub security told me about a pair of them that had been seen venturing above ground to check out the Russian pop band Mumi Troll at the Independent over on Divisadero, but were dreadfully disappointed to find out that the performers were Russians, not trolls at all, and what's more, the music was not even remotely trance-like. A number of beats were allegedly hurled at the stage and the trolls were forcibly removed. A mission gang who specialize in tagging the undersides of SUVs is purported to have at least one troll as a member, and at least one of Frank Chu's signs has a mention of a technotronic troll kidnapping attempt on the steps of City Hall. But where are the trolls today? People often write to me asking where they can see one, if it's true that Emperor Norton kept one as a pet, and if I think that they still present an earthquake risk to the city. I don't know all the answers, of course, but what I do know is this. That steam rising from downtown manhole covers early in the morning is not steam at all. It's smoke from the fog machines that run at their all-night trance dance parties. Then if anything is going to bring on the next earthquake, it's their non-stop dancing. My feeling is, there's no getting rid of them at this point, so why not join the party? The next one is scheduled for this weekend, April 1st. Which reminds me, April Fools! Music for this special goofy April Fools' Day edition of Sparkle Tech supplied by Daniel Real 2K with the trance track Dance, Move, Be Reborn, brought to you by the Podshow Podsafe Music Network. Check them out at music.podshow.com. And never fear, a real episode of Sparkle Tech is also coming out today. It's a good one, all about the Bella Union Theater and the Barbary Coast. Thanks for playing along. Till next time.